there. Welcome to Everpals. Hey, everybody. Welcome hey. to Everpals. How's your day going, Tolkien? Uh, good. Got stuff I'm doing, but I um, put that on to the side, you know, and then mm-hmm. go ahead. I was sitting in East Commons Terminal trying to buy some stuff, playing the market a little bit. Yeah, I think it's fun. Um, I think people have talked about later in what planes of power or is it case of discord when the bazaar comes out luckland luckland okay i was wrong on two accounts so yeah, yeah the bazaar comes out and takes away that east commons some people like it some people don't uh, I um, like east commons like east commons well did you you said i think you told me before on the podcast that uh, you used to trade in gfa not east commons tunnel right so on povar um G Fay, Greater Fay, Greater Fay Dark was the the place to be. Um, I don't know why. I mean, there's um, two races that are really close, but I guess you have the same thing in these commons. You got Dark Elves and humans, but really no one makes a human. So uh, for some reason, Greater Fay was the place to be for uh, if you wanted to buy something. Well, uh, in on Vishan server, we used to trade uh, behind. Jade's Jewelers, or Jade's Tavern, is that what it was? Jade's. Jade's. Yeah, the Jade right. Tiger it's... Den or whatever. Mm-hmm. Is that in North, like North Freeport? I believe it was North Freeport at the time. Yeah, so they that don't makes have it North... tough for evil races, right? Oh, it was super tough. And then I think what you had to do um, was there was like a tunnel that you could like swim up like the old Freeport like tunnel yeah. systems. Yeah, yeah. And then there was a way to do that. There was also a way to, hmm. Oh, like I saw a lot of Ixar, like uh, uh, monks feign their way in there. I think at the time you could run through East Freeport or whatever, West Freeport, get to North Freeport through the zone, and then Jade's was like not too far away. Right. I think I want to go on P99 just to see... Freeport, because I haven't been in the original Freeport. The original in Freeport, yeah. I played P ninety nine maybe a year ago at this point. Uh, sometime during the pandemic, I think when I took a break from Mangler, uh, I logged on P ninety nine a couple times, and it was it was different. Uh, it was good though. But yeah. Yeah. So I, excuse me. I uh, I I really enjoyed trading behind Jade's. There was a lot of stuff that. Uh, we didn't really, I didn't really like about that, you know, back in the day, because obviously trading was a little bit different. Like I've told you before, you know, you used to be able, you couldn't link stuff. So you would just put things in like a trade window and, and inspect it, right? Yeah, they would inspect it. And then if you accidentally click trade out of like habit, then, you know, you're losing your items. So, yeah, like if you put an item for somebody to inspect and then they hit the trade button. I, I would just be done with that person and be like, all right, you're trying to screw me over here. Uh, I'll just find somebody else to sell it to. Like, right. That's, that's pretty yeah. shady to do, to automatically hit accept. For real. Yeah. So it was, I mean, obviously that was something to to be concerned about. And then also, I know I can, I think I can remember something like there was an issue with the bank from way back then where if you, they had like a, a vault or something behind the bankers. And if you accidentally went into the vault 
while it was open, uh-huh. you you would get trapped behind there. Oh shit! You had to have like a bard, uh, or not bard, a bard or a rogue, just yeah. like pull you out, or you'd have to kill yourself and get dragged through the wall or something. <laughs> I don't know. Wow. I feel like that that was a big issue back in the day. I don't know why it's uh scarring my memory, but yeah, I saw when um Snuck was asking about what where to level up his lockpicks. I saw that. Uh, Freeport Bank had like a 205 skill cap or something. Yeah, and so that was the thing. Oh, that must have been it because people were open and closing, open and closing, open and closing it during mm-hmm. the lock picking. Right, because obviously then, it's a safe spot to to level up on. Yep, and <laughs> there you go. Now you're stuck behind there. Yeah. Wow. Um, so yeah, we we like the old school system. Um, a little bit of haggling. Nope. You get the interaction with people. It's not always the best interactions, but. Um, I've had overall good experiences. You know what I think is uh, the reaction on TLPs is you get a couple of people there that are, you know, chrono farmers or whatever their their cases, and right. um, you need those people to help boost the market. And you know, they have gear that they're selling. Uh, some people just don't mind spending money to get the stuff. So right. let, I mean, much like me, I. I am spending money to get all my stuff, you know, um, for my alts. And it's nice. It's fair. It's whatever. But if they weren't going out and getting all the stuff and then selling it or reselling it, then uh, I don't think my characters would be as geared as they are. Yeah, I've I've always been. It's been the whole time I play at request, and it's kind of like how I am um, just in real life, too. I'm, I think about the purchases I'm going to make. I rarely make an impulse buy. Like, if I see something getting flashed across the screen, um, I wouldn't make an impulse buy. I would, you know, stop and wait and see, like, is that a good price? I would check it out and look at the, uh, on the online auction sites and see if that's a fair price and then go for it. But, yeah, I'm really methodical about my purchases. Uh, I, I do that a little bit, too. But also, in the same breath, I am pretty impulsive. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's just not me. I think that's um, fun. You know, much like the Jaldorn that you now have. I now have a Jaldorn. Yeah. I didn't buy it from a particular person, which I'm very happy about. As soon as you told me you got one, I was like, it's not from them, right? And you're like, no, it's from somebody else. I was like, okay, good. <laughs> it wasn't wasn't the 1K that I was asking for, but um, it was a fair price. And, uh, we're going to try it out when we get finished here. Yeah, so um, I'm going to go through and talk about some of the stuff I bought just recently. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I bought a fungi tunic. Awesome. I think it was worth, yeah. worth the money. Um, and you know that I bought two of the Dark Elf masks for us. Yes. Um, pre-nerfed Dark Elf mask, Guys of the yep. Deceiver. So anybody can use it. And it's a free trade server, so I can just pass it along to the next person. Yep. We can all have uh dark elf illusion if we want, and that would be helpful running through some zones that maybe we shouldn't be in. So that's good. Um, let's see. What else did I buy? Oh, on Tootin. Tootin now has a full set of imbrewed armor. Okay. And that's like Uh, the planar gear for bards? Yeah, I believe that's the bard planar gear. Um, I had to buy all the pieces separate. Somebody had like three pieces. I had to sit in the EC tunnel for a little bit and, and hassle some people, but yeah, I've got... I did the same with the Valorium gear for um, for, for Pally. 
Mm-hmm. I think the only thing I want now is the chest plate. Oh, which I have on the Imbrood. So cool. uh, I think the only thing on Tutan that I might want to change out soon, or I might not even wear it, I need it. Um, Inigo was telling me, our bard friend, uh, that I need to get the Singing Steel Helm for the Ayazam. Right. So you can, like, non aggro target things. Because target I guess through walls almost. Lol. Yeah. Can cast through walls, so yeah, all I have to do is for that. Hmm. Which is cool. pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if that works for Pally too. Like, if I was able to target something, could I then cast my lull on it? Yeah, maybe. But the thing is, you want it to critically fail, right? So you actually pull the mob. I think Ion Blaze was talking about that, where you uh, purposefully lower your charisma to get a fail, and that pulls the mob. But since you don't have line of sight to the other mobs, it should be a single pull. Right. Yeah. Maybe I'll listen but, back to that podcast and listen to that part again. Why? Yeah. That's only if you want to pull things. I I think as a bard, I'm lulling to single pull or whatever. Yes, 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 yes. You can do that too. Yeah. I think you so, were saying like where you could lull and get things through walls or like locked locked doors or stuff like that. Yeah, that was um, in Vichon's piece, Vichon's I think he was talking about. Okay. Let's see. I bought, I actually bought Flex and a weapon. Oh, I didn't it know wasn't, It wasn't a T-staff, uh, okay. but I, I went ahead and bought a two-hand blunt Woo's Quivering Staff. That's good. It's That's uh, like 38-40, right? It's uh, 23-28 with a seven damage bonus. Sweet. The two-hand two blunt. Um, I just figured... That would increase a little bit of DPS. Right. That's the one thing our group of four, uh, it's not lacking. It's like not a huge deal um, because with Druish, I'm starting to weave in some dots now. Now mm-hmm. that Pally's getting a little better geared, he doesn't have as many heals. Um, so, but yeah, DPS is always welcome. I, uh, speaking of DPS, I've got myself a haste belt on Flexen. Cool. Now, this was bought. Um, sort of on accident. So, on to, and I've been going ahead and trying to get all my, uh, or a few of the increased um, instruments. Yeah. So, I bought myself, well, actually, first thing I did was I ran to the Minotaur Caves in uh, Steamfont Mountains. And okay. in, the Minotaur, in, in the Minotaur Caves, they drop a Minotaur Horn which is a right. wind instrument. Right. So I bought that. That was good. Then I went ahead and I paid a little bit more for the McVaxius's Horn of War. Oh, yeah. That's the one that drops off the uh, dragons, certain mm-hmm. dragons. So I went ahead and I, I spent 900 for that. Uh, but that's the best horn uh, for wind instruments in the game. Or right now, anyways. Right. I also bought a Silos drum. Cool. And as I went to go buy the Silos drum, the guy that was going to sell it, he told me that he bought the drum for a friend, and then his friend bought one when he was offline. So, so yeah, uh, he had an extra one, and he bought his for two k. I bought it back for two k, which seems to be the lowest price that it's going right now. Anyways. Oh, well, that's nice of him. Like he could have been like, "Oh, I'll actually sell to you for three now." 
Right. Yeah, cool. he could have made some money off of it. So uh, shout out Bo Bolina. Who, Bolina, is that uh, the person that had the extra? Yep. Uh, it's, I don't know, his, her alt was okay. in um, uh, Najena. So I ran from EC to Najena to pick up the Silo's drum. That was nice of him. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, while I was there, he inspected me and said, hey, you don't have a haste item? This is on Tootin, by the way. I don't really think I need a haste item, but he was like, yeah, uh, I got the Sash of the Dragonborn for you. Cool. And it's a 2 AC, 24% haste. I was like, oh, cool. He's like, uh, tell me what you can afford. And I was like, I don't know. Four I don't problem. really know. <laughs> I don't know how much it was going for, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I don't, I mean, I didn't want to spend like a whole bunch because I right. didn't want to overpay or whatever. So uh -huh. I said, I, I looked online real quick, it said 750 to about like 2000. Right. So I offered him 750. He said, here you go. It's going for about 2000, but you can have it for 750. Very nice. And so I actually, I'm, I have a belt on Tutan that's pretty good. It's got some Wisma and, uh, wisdom and charisma on it. Okay. So I gave the belt to Flexen. Flexen's gonna be moving a little bit faster now. Well, you know? a little bit faster. Yeah, yeah. Cool. And uh, while I was on Tutin, I was running around, and I had a uh, a guy send a, a tell an auction or something like that. Hey, is there any newbie bards that need the loot of the Gypsy Princess? And Ooh. that was the one thing I couldn't find. Yeah. Right. So I got that. Um, which is really nice. The only thing that's better really is like the Kellen's seven string loot. I've never heard of that one. Somebody was selling it today for a chrono. I just couldn't bring myself to do it. Right. But yeah, so now Tootin's got all whole new uh He's a one man thing band of instruments. Yeah, really. <laughs> He's all geared up, he's ready to go. And then Flexin, Flexin's gonna be badass with his fungi tunic and yep. uh uh, and his monk's quivering staff and some haste. So I'm all set up for that. And yeah. you've got your Dujal Doran, but that's like the best pally weapon in the game right now, right? Yes. Besides maybe the epic? I don't I think it might be better than the epic. I mean, I've looked at the epic and it's, I think it's like a 38-42 with 75 hit points for a two-hander. So that's but, just like rate ratio, really? But it doesn't have all the, the epic stats on it, right? Yeah, it doesn't have epic stats, but it does have a proc. Um, I think it's like 100-something damage, 150 damage with a stun. That's amazing. And you can also uh, bash uh, as if you had a shield with the two-hand weapon. So it's better, but it's not like I have to rush out and get it. Um, we'll, we'll just see how it goes. I've seen a lot of pieces of the um, Paladin Epic for sale. Like the books, some people can give them away for free, but they're mostly like anywhere from 500 plat to 1,000 plat. Yeah, um, I was looking so, at that yeah. as well. The bard epic pieces are going pretty cheap. Cool. So I think the only one that's like going for a little bit more is the one in Skyfire. Um, okay. So and like the, the string guts and stuff from Trakanon, is that pretty cheap? That Yeah, that's going pretty cheap. The... Um, the white dragon scales are going for like 1500 red dragon scales going pretty cheap as well. I think for under two chrono, I could probably end up getting, um, yeah, 
Oh, and before I forget, I want to sh- shout out Silky Nugs. Uh, Silky Nugs. I like it. Silky, Silky Nugs is the guy that gave me the free loot of the Gypsy Princess. I did tell him to check out uh, check out the podcast. So Thank shout you, out to Nugs. you, Silky Nugs. Uh, I didn't get a chance to tell Bobolina, but if I see him, her on, I want to definitely be like, hey, we talked about you. So. Right. But yeah, that that was crazy. Parcel did it to me immediately. So there's some nice people still on Thornblade. Oh, Everybody yeah. except for that person that we that will person. not mention. Yeah. I don't want to name that person because I just don't want um, that kind of toxicity to find its way into our podcast. I think it's better to be like Lord Voldemort, you know, like he who will not be named. Right. Like... <laughs> yeah, it's kind of similar. I know that um, I Am Blaze did a video about a couple of individuals from the Cowboys and Camels Guild. Um, and I know a lot of people on Thornblade have had issues with them, just like in general. I wouldn't say every member, because I don't think I don't think there's any guild where every member is bad. But uh, Druish has been doing ports uh, while I've been working on stuff or while I'm playing on Yarnax or something. I just kind of sit Druish in these commons and, and advertise reports. And it's been pretty nice. Most people, pay, you know, I don't ask for tips. I just say I'm porting these places and I'm at Shady. And if somebody doesn't give tips, I understand. Like I understand there's some people that are just starting out and want to get to point A to point B. And, you know, if I can tell they're a low-level person and they try to give me like 10 plat, I just cancel it, give them a spirit of wolf and send them on their way. Um, but when somebody, like I saw somebody um, that was level 60 and they were like fully raid buffed and they wanted to go to Butcher Block. And I was trying to think, why do they need to go to Butcher Block? Like, what, what are they going for? Probably, um, uh, what you call it, the the horse in Dragon Squadron, uh, Finny. Maybe for that. He's not a horse. Know. He's a kedge. Oh, no! I bet they're going for Fader, Fader or something like that. But anyway. Oh yeah, Fader is in a horse, uh, like a seahorse. <laughs> but he's not even a seahorse. He's a he's a full on kedge. He, anyway, no. So Finny's a kedge, and then Fader is uh, like a water dragon, I guess. There you go. Um, yeah. So just want to clarify, we know what we're talking about here. I'm just shooting off the hip. <laughs> so, oh, look so, at no no haggle is selling. Uh, um, who's that? Hard epic stuff. He who not shall be named. You just named. <laughs> Fuck. Oops. <laughs> Professionals. Um, so <laughs> it, it's mostly. I was. Uh, we were just Everyone talking about. Everyone knows who we're talking about. Bard if, epic. If they're stuff, actually on Thornblade, so, they know. Bard epic stuff. He's got almost the whole Bard epic for sale, so I hate him. Yeah. Anyway. What a guy. What a guy. So yeah, I was porting somebody, and they're level sixty, and then um, the way Druish does it, you have to be invited to group, and then I port the whole group, and then I block the spell. So like after you're after you're gone, like you just can't you know give me the money afterwards. Um, but then I ported them, and I said you know happy hunting, and they didn't say anything, just dropped the group. And didn't send a tell. You're just like, yeah, you're done. I'm yeah, that's funny. You. I mean, that's going to be how uh, they don't get ported anymore, though. Yeah, you know? and so, like, I don't Like, mind. after that so, happens by cowboys and, and camels more than, you know, five times, it starts to become a thing. And then you're yeah. like, you know what? I'm out of here. I'm not porting you guys anymore. Yeah, I don't want to make it like, I expect money. I don't. But I expect you to be cordial about it. It's like, you know, say thanks. Or say, like, have a good one. You know, anything. Just don't. Right drop the group and be like, well, you've done my bidding, bitch. Goodbye. So I just, yeah, I just put that person on my friends list, but my friends list is an anti-friends list. 
So the okay. anti anti friends list, aka the blacklist. Yeah, the blacklist. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna block them, so I don't even notice it. I don't you know, hate to be that way, but at the same time, it's like I don't want to reward that behavior because uh, I've no, had so many sure. great interactions with people. Yeah, like I said, even people that don't donate, um, they said thanks for the support, I really appreciate it. And I was like, no problems, have a good day. You know. Well, like today, um, when I was in my group on uh, Tutin, I I'm still getting used to a bard guy, so you know I'm <laughs> I'm not the best, but uh, you know I'm trying to mez, I'm trying to help out, I'm trying to get songs going. I didn't know that you could mez one creature and then attack another, and the mez will keep going on another creature. Did you know that? I've seen bards do this, um, but I've also seen where bards don't do it. I don't say anything about it because. Um... You know, if there's like two mobs in camp and the bard is completely eliminating one from the combat, that's good enough for me. Like, right. I feel like they've done their job. I'm not expecting anything else out of them because, you know, bards at this stage of the game in Kunark, they're not DPS. Um, generally, they'll have like one weapon. It's a good weapon. Uh, it's like, what is it, 0.5 delay or something? Mine's um, almost 0.6, yeah. 0.6 ratio. But you're not there for DPS. You're there for crowd control to make everyone else better. Right. So I, I, I don't say anything about it. I, I feel like the bar's doing a great job if they're doing messes. So well, I was doing I was doing that. Um and then the mez pushes the mob whatever way I'm facing. Right. I didn't I didn't know that either. Um so I'm just pushing this mob. I got one mez, I'm not attacking. Uh and uh one of the guys in my group, the the warrior that I was with was I mean, he was nice about it. He basically was telling me what to do, but uh, I th- I could feel him pulling his hair out. So. <laughs> well, like what um, what problem was it causing though? Well, so you know that uh, spot in Lower Guck where you have to like, swim under the water to get the bedroom. Yes. So right there, there's some undead. So you can invis past the life ones, but the undead are there. Right. And to to get into a bedroom or two from bedroom, you kind of have to swim under there. It takes a minute. And there was a point where one of the guys was coming to join our group and he aggroed all the, um, the undead. So, yeah, uh, like we, we, sw- right there, right? we swam under to help and there's three undead and I was mezzing one and trying to kill the other to get it down. But I mezzed it and the mez like push the stun that it has on it, um, moves it away and it moved it in the water. Now I didn't think oh. it was a big deal, right? but, um, he, I think he, he thought that I was maybe getting a little bit of the aggro um, or bringing more mobs or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. I didn't think it was a big deal. Uh, he was not having it. So yeah. it's fine. That's fine. Uh, you know what? I think I'm getting a little bit better at that though. And honestly, I'm, I'm kind of glad that he had said something because right. this is how I'm going to, this is how I'm going to learn, you know? Exactly. Yeah. There's a way um, to tell to people like if, I never get mad at somebody for doing one thing. But I, I do get upset when somebody does the same thing over and over again, mm-hmm. you know, and I feel like, you know, I, I wasn't there. I don't know how I said it. And even typed, you don't know the tone. You don't know how, like, how really upset he is or if he's completely fine with it. But no, I and I, I was know. like, I was like a Nego. You know how Nego laughs when, like, he dies? Yeah. Like, it's just a game. It's fun, you know, right. and that's that's how I was feeling about it. Yeah. Ha <laughs> ha. It's whatever. I died. But I don't think he was. Uh, happy well, there's about people it. that get pretty upset about death. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm not happy about death, um, especially if you know we're about ready to finish something and then we get to the end of it and then we die because you know there was a mistake made or something. 
um, I'm not happy about it, but you know, I just maybe be quiet for like 15, 20 seconds and be like, all right, well, it's game. Let's, let's just go back and do it. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, and as you know, running through lower gook is, can be difficult. Right. So yeah, we figured it out. Well, it's not a big deal. No big deal. But yeah, so that was fun. Um, and then what else did we do recently? Oh, we've we, done we yeah, did stuff on killing on. Oh, you or, want to talk about that? No, no, go ahead. When you have one, Thornblade. Oh, I was just saying that we got a couple over there groups going on Thornblade. Yeah, Flexin, Murden, mm-hmm. uh, me, Druish. Yeah, so we, uh, a little bit. yeah, we got a couple more levels. That's been fun. Um, I think we are planning on playing what Flexin and Jewish and Pally and everybody today. Yep. We'll play for like, you know, 45 minutes to an hour or something like that. I don't know yeah, if we yeah, want to yeah. go like all the way into like lower guck or anything, but we might, uh, we might explore a couple places, find something, maybe we're somewhere Jewish can port us and, uh, something close to our level and try out gel Jordan. Oh, you know what we can do? Remember I mentioned to you that we could do the specters probably, right? Oh, right. Yeah. They're in like mid thirties, right? Yeah. We could definitely try that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, we might have to swim, get our get our <laughs> swimming up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, no swimming speed. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, no, yeah, we could yeah, do we could do, do something like that. Yeah, I want to try out my my fungi tunic and my uh, my new staff and stuff as well. Yeah, so that'll be fun. Yeah, and then we did some stuff on Mangler. Uh, the Barry yes. C came out. We got completely keyed in a couple hours. Yep, I think we talked about that in the last episode. Mm-hmm. And so then what did we good. do though? But then we realized, um, so I was playing or borrowing a shaman from uh, a pal called Dracoco. He had a shaman named Slowcoco, very original. And I was using that shaman for a while, but it seemed like he was going to be coming back to play. And also I made a Druish on a separate account. And so I was like, I want to make something on this other account specifically for Mangler. That way I only have two accounts when I have to write three. And so we've been talking with our friend Anigo uh, because Pokin, you can uh, box one character. I mm-hmm. can box one character, so that's four. And we had enough spot for two more, either two more people or one more person to box. So I think this kind of started from you and me talking about doing like a group B, right? B group. Right. Uh, for Thornblade, we kind of talked about that, but then also but having we, Mangler, yeah, yeah. We can... I don't have a second character on Mangler. I didn't have a second character on Mangler, and so we talked about. Um, and then you also, you still have access to Dracoco, but I think he's starting to come back a little more often now. Um, while that character of his is great because it's, you know, a very well geared character, Druid. Um, you know, you don't want to deny him access to his own character. And no, it's good to and have, I would never do that. Yeah, so. it's good to have a character of your own. So we uh, we started talking about, with an ego, what the group makeup would be. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, so obviously we have a warrior, a bard, and a rogue. Yeah, that no, is like the... those three are locked in. Like, we can't change those. So we have a tank. Uh, we have DPS. And we have, what, polling, crowd control, whatever the bard wants to be, right? Yep. D- extra DPS. Extra DPS, somewhat, some slows and snares and things. 
So with the Dru- with the druid, we lost um, some heals. Yes. And I know with the slow cocoa, we had slows and stuff, and that was really useful. Plus extra heals. Heals and buffs. Yep. Mm-hmm. So we started a uh, shaman. I think that's a Nigos, right? Nigo made a shaman. He made uh, Debbie. Debbie. Debbie does. Debbie does Hallis. Yeah, barbarian, female barbarian named Debbie. Debbie does Hallis. Debbie does Hallis. I do too. Yeah, it's it's awesome. Yeah. Uh, and you started uh, Mr. Carl Weathers. Yes. The Carl Eerie, Weathers, Eerie Day, the famous uh, actor from uh, Rocky movies, Apollo Creed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's our cleric. Yeah. Um, I I think cleric's great. Um, especially you know in our, our guild we have warrior cleric boxes on most of the almost yeah, all think, the clerics. I think every every warrior has their own cleric. Except for uh, Kisbane, he has mm-hmm. a shaman and a mage, and you know it's he still has heals, so that's fine. Yeah. But um, yeah, the the cleric box to keep yourself extra healed is is just great. So yep, a nice buff too, and you don't have to worry about uh, someone's uh, box cleric keeping you healed. Yeah, hopefully, like once Carl um, gets level seventy five and gets a little bit of gear, so I don't die to all the AEs. I'll start bringing him into raids. Even if he dies every time, like whatever, we can get him back. Yeah, so, and you can get your you can get your mez back pretty fast too, right? Get my what my res, my your your res, and you get your XP and your your yeah, mana and yeah, stuff. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so not a big deal. I'll start bringing him to raids. I think we're the what. Oh, and then you, you your character. Yeah. So then you guys wanted me to start a wizard, which I think would have been great. Um for ports because obviously we're already seeing that like ports are a little bit of an issue not crazy but the only thing is nice. like evacs like when you're finished because you were doing this for Jococo during uh-huh. the flagging like we were finished you're gonna evac to the zone and it just speeds up things right so um i think i i was considering it playing a wizard but i wanted something different um those those sit cast caster classes kind of are irritating to me anyways so yeah push a button uh, go back to your main yeah. right yeah so i uh i made a beast lord i thought that would have been fun yeah i think beast lords are nice um we're gonna get some buffs with the um like i call it beastie brels or it's a mixture of brels and the ranger buff you get some hit points and you also get some attack so that's gonna be nice mm-hmm. And um, secondary slows, secondary heals. Uh, also, what is it called? Femi said we get a, a endurance regen coming up soon, so that's right. good. You get you some get a, paragon, paragon, which is for, that's great for for mana regen. So that's going to be good for, for everybody. It's going to be nice just to have an extra beast lord because we don't have many. I think we have Gronosh. Um, do we have others? Yep. Oh, Havana, Havana, yes. Havana. Yeah, because I was, I was thinking, because sometimes we don't have a paladin, and the Beast Lords are my second, or Yarnax's secondary go-to for an HP buff. And so I said, right. So now yeah, I guess so I'm sending tells too. Not me. Beaten. Yeah, you. Beaten. <laughs> so, yeah, the Beast Lord name is Beaten. And what's the last name? Beaten Butt Cheeks. Beaten Butt Cheeks. Yes, sir. And then I changed... Uh... I changed Pokin's last name to Butt Cheeks as well. Pokin Butt Cheeks. <laughs> yeah. And then what's what's uh Beaton's pet's name? 
I don't have the money uh, to do it oh, yet, but I'm, gonna, okay. but I'm going to change. Uh, I already have it saved on a note. I'm going to change uh, the pet's name to Bustin. Yeah, Bustin Butthole. Bustin Butthole. Bustin Butt Cheeks and Buttholes. Yeah, so um, we started all these characters, and Nigo was like, hold my beer. And yep, we power were, leveling. Crescent Reach got bard leveled all the way up to uh, 20? probably about 25, maybe yeah. even. And like then we did some running around trying to find some spots. Where'd we go after? We went to Blightfire Moors, which is right outside of Crescent Reach. Uh-huh. Um, and then we got to like level 30 there. And then we kind of like, well, where did we go? Because the mobs in there were like upper 20s, almost 30. And, you know, you want something that's, you got to balance it. Because one, you don't want to kill the bard. And two, it needs to be good enough experience uh, to make it, like, more time efficient. I think we right. went to the next zone over, Gorku Mesa, and there just wasn't enough mobs there to do anything with. And then we ended up going to... Uh, we went somewhere before we went to Valks, and I we remember... went to Duloc Harbor. Uh, yeah, that's what yeah. it was. It, just it was wasn't... okay. But... Uh, sure. It was okay. And then we... Yeah. I think we got, like, 35 there. And it just kind of fizzled out because I think we moved to a different spot and it was too dangerous and we all wiped. And mind you, I was literally only on um, on Beaten. I wasn't on Trococo or anybody at the time either. So I was like, no help. Oh, yeah. I made, for this purpose, I made a wizard, a frog-like wizard named Hoppin. Yes. And um, just to have the, right. the point blank AEs. Rest in peace, Hoppin. Yeah, he's level... 50 and he'll just sit there hopping by himself so then i had the idea because i remember we did this for yarnax of going to velks and we went to velks uh, velcator's labyrinth and uh, that worked out once we got figured out like where we're pulling from how we're doing it uh, we got some help from gronash got some help from uh, wafer thanks wafer nitro and um yeah i got Andrococo. yeah and then you got Andrococo. And I think once those things happen, I think especially, uh, I mean, I don't want to trivialize the other stuff, but the, um, no, it didn't actually work that great because um, thinking of reptile, because they were too low. I think it was, didn't. But we, nitro, didn't have a da- we didn't have a damage shield, really? Well, yeah, we had um, the bar damage shield. I think he was doing almost like 200 and, 20 damage on his damage shield, but then you upped it pretty high to like what 270, 280. And he didn't really have a healer, so yeah, he didn't have any heals. But then I think Nitro, Nitro got was... some new, um, new buff that heals mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. slows, and uh, sounds pretty awesome. I can't wait. It's for, reptile sloth mixed yeah, in one. I know. I can't wait till Debbie gets that. Uh, Yarnax is gonna love it. I think it's like less loose something. I don't know. I'm yeah. not even gonna try to. Uh, butcher it, but yeah, we got that. We got level fifty-one, um, and we only need level fifty. But hey, we got fifty-one anyway. And then we took the group to the jewel of Atiki mm-hmm. you all were because y'all working on something there. Yeah, uh, Inigo was working on his uh, uh, Spectre Illusion mask that you right. can get, which right. I'm excited for. I got most of the pieces. So, so yeah, we were just walking around there and single pulling 
uh, everybody auto following yarn X and Carl was complete healing doing a pretty good job at that and I think uh, we only died like one time no big deal did pretty good uh, we got to level 61 I think so 10 levels in an hour I think it was so I was pretty happy with that uh, but yeah they're, they're working out pretty good I think you know if we took them somewhere I think the next spot is either to just continue in the buried sea or maybe go to our um where we got from 70 to 75 and uh serpent spine was uh, a dodh mission and it was super simple right take them there it's just easier less moving around and uh, can start working on some of the skills for the boxes I know with beaten, you're not uh, meleeing because you're moving around so much. It's probably really tough to do so. But here, we'll start working on that. Yeah, you know, um, like I said, he's not even 75 yet. Right. Um, I don't even have my hot bars or anything set up the way I want them. Right. I just, I have like four buffs on the bar and my pet, and like that's about it. So. Um, yeah, once we get to 75, I'll, I'll spend a day to try to get everything all set up this way I can attack and do all that fun stuff. So what do you think you'll do as far as between poking and beaten? Will you have beaten on your main computer and poking on your box computer? No, I won't, I won't be switching it around. I'll play, I'll play poking like I normally do. Um, I think, like I said, uh, ultimately when I'm playing anyways, I'm looking at my box computer because Dracoco's healing more than Flixen's damaging. Right. So if I ever have to like duo something, I'll have, I'll have beaten, you know, a pet tank or tank with the, uh, with himself, have the pet on it. That's automatically, you know, some DPS coming in. And -hmm. then, um, if if anything, I'll just put the pet on something, kind of tank with poking, but then I'll slow and heal with uh with uh you know beaten because the beast lord has heals and stuff as well. They're not as great as a shaman or anything, but we have hots on uh on the beast lord as well and some other things. So any heal's better than no heal in my opinion. So for sure. Yeah, we'll just have to um say have to get you a pet focus. I think there's some that are available. I know there's one available in Dragons of Norath that we can we can get for you pretty easy with the uh, Ebon crystals or Radiant crystals. Oh yeah, what uh, and what does what does the pet focus do? It increases the like the level or the damage that your pet does. Yeah, and uh, I was looking the beaten gets like some spells that increase um, increase. Uh, like the damage of the pet, or you can like increase what they do. Yes, they know? can do procs. They can proc slow. They can proc snare. Uh, proc damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's proc aggro. And then there's also like pet heals and stuff too. So you don't have to like right. use a regular heal to heal the pet. You got pet heals as well. So these cool. have some pretty nice low cast time direct damage uh, spells. You should look into those as well. Like 0.5 second uh, cast direct damage but they have like a longer cooldown so you can just use them on cooldown and, and throw in like you know a thousand thousand damage or two thousand damage right oh and i did go to the guild bank oh, I hopefully 
and there was some uh, stuff on there. Actually, Gronash had put some stuff in there. So oh, uh, I took some stuff, and um, I can't really use it yet for make maybe another five levels or so. Right. But, um, yeah, they're all, like, yellow on my stuff. But once I can use them, oh, yeah. which is, like, what, a, like a half an hour worth of fighting. So <laughs> Yeah, it's not going to be much, uh, especially if it's, like, you know, less than the devoted. Once we, once we get into a spot, like, cause we're, what we were doing was not optimal for experience, but we wanted to do it both for Inigo and you, Pokin, uh, to get these uh, Spectre masks. So, you know, while we were out there doing it anyway, might as well get some experience with these guys. Right. But, you know, again, and I say this with almost any box, except for, like, our Thornblade guys, um, we don't require that they come along in a group. They're just, they're there if needed. Like, if we already have a Cleric, and they say, hey, we need a tank. I'm not going to say, mm, I'm not coming because I got to bring Carl with me. No, Yarnax would come and we'd have a great time. For sure. Yeah. Uh, and I prefer actually playing solo instead of a box anyways. Um, but you, as you know, like when you and I get together, we usually play together and stuff. So it's just better to have these characters there for when we need them. Yeah. And like, it's pretty nice with the uh, Beast Lord. Um rogue warrior cleric you know if like an ego's not available um you know the only ones i, don't, I wouldn't even say yarnax is required um he's, he's certainly uh, a lot of help with having a tank and but you know this these groups of two like they can be kind of interchangeable mm -hmm. and it's pretty nice but I, th I think the four of us like me and you with our four characters we, we can get some stuff accomplished with that group well, yeah, for sure. And like, obviously with you not having a shaman anymore, like we needed somebody to help slow and, you know, yeah. work. See, look at you, look at you with your forward thinking. I, I really was thinking about that stuff. So oh, I was thinking about that. Those, you can't always guarantee Anigo's going to be there. Anigo's going to get a job here soon well, again. Maybe, hopefully me too. <laughs> so, and so but, we can't, we, we can coordinate you and me, but it's harder to coordinate three people, obviously, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we need to we need somebody to slow and who better? Cool. Beaten. So yeah, I think um, our guild pals on Mangler we're still working out getting people uh, flagged for Solteris, but as soon as we do that, we'll give an update, uh, give our thoughts on the um, the raid event for the Buried Sea. There's only one uh, raid zone, um, which is kind of weird, but. I feel like this has been uh, a common theme. So, you know, think back to like Omens of War. You just had, you had the uh, MPT Trials, but then after that, you just had Anguish. You did Anguish all the time. Like, you know, you rarely went back to the Trials. We did a few times, um, but mostly it was just, you know, going to Anguish and then also going to Takvi. And, you know, there's been like Demi Plane of Blood. There's been... Uh, what the not the blood death knell there was that one place um, but for some reason this expansion just seems like one-dimensional as far as like you get to go to solteris and there's no raid flagging to get there you just have to do group flags and you're there whereas like the serpent spine we still had to do raid flagging to get into frost crypt and get into ashen gate right right so it feels a little you know empty um, but I guess we'll need to be getting used to Solteris. We're going to see a lot of it. I, I'm excited for, for Solteris just because, uh, it seems like you kind of like go from, like Isle, 
Isle to Isle, I think something like that, maybe. I don't um, remember. I know there's like four or five different fights there, and I'm not I'm not too upset that there's only one uh you know raid zone, but I am it is a smaller expansion, so right. you know I wouldn't have been upset about some smaller introductory raids, you know? Like a raid that's required to get in so like do two raids to get in Solteris alongside with the group stuff. I mean, yeah, I, I'm talking about more time and more work to get flagged, but I just I just kinda like that content instead of just doing some group stuff in four or five hours and then going to the end game. Like I said, you know, when Adventure Dogs beat the whole um, beat the whole expansion in nine hours, it was like, wow. But I can't remember how long it took them to do like uh, Prophecy of Row or DODH or the Serpent Spine. Right. Yeah, and like I said, we got a whole bunch of stuff coming up next uh, expansion. I'm glad this expansion is a little bit smaller and there's not a whole room for you know, AA issues and, and experience and all that fun right. stuff because next expansion, uh, you know, it's going to be nice to have Beaten there and Carl mm-hmm. and everybody all leveled up, all ready to go, maybe some cheap gear and go ahead and, and get everything that we need from there on out. So well, Yeah, in our guild, um, on Mangler, stuff starting to go to boxes, first boxes, uh, in the Serpent's Spine. So in Ashen Gate, in Frost Script, certain items, uh, especially the um, the visible armor, is starting to go to boxes, which is encouraging. So we might be able to pick yeah. up stuff like that. Yeah, maybe towards the end of uh, this expansion. Right. So uh, anything else about Thornblade or Mangler, or should I go over maybe just like a couple of, let me find them, Stuff from the forums? Yeah, sure. Let's do some forum stuff and then yeah. call, call it a good episode. So Can't give too much away. I know you're going on vacation here soon. so Yeah, we're to... on vacation in a couple of weeks, but um, we'll throw out some more content. Hopefully get a class review in there somewhere, some class, somebody, somehow. We uh, talked about getting Band-Aid on, so yeah, I think Band-Aid will come fun. join us. He ignored me after I told him he's got to come on for the podcast. And maybe he <laughs> forgot. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll start quarantining him and pressuring him into coming. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna question him tonight in comms during the raid. Yep. So what is this band aid? <laughs> Don't want to come speak talk with us about clerics. Uh huh. <laughs> so <clears throat> the first topic is some suggestions for making rogues more enjoyable and future TLPs. Oh, so, uh, two hand piercing. That is not on the list. Why not? This is not. Well, I'm going to run these by. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I'm the I'm the rogue master. You go ahead and run some stuff by me. I'm gonna. Okay. Improve rogues hide and sneak. And they say most of the mobs in Sebelus and Cardinal's castle see, see through this hide sneak, which makes rogues rogues and biz feel even more pointless. Um, they say they frequently find themselves sitting in the zone line while SKs or necros handling corpse recoveries because he can run at full movement speed with his biz. Okay, and if he gets yeah, aggro, so, he doesn't die. That's true too. Yeah. So if uh, if you're a rogue and you don't have SOS yet for the first couple of expansions, uh, obviously you have to hide and sneak, which is great. But there is um, a downside to it. Some of the elementals in the whole see through hide and sneak and right. 
it's just, uh, it's just what it is, right? So um, how do you balance that before SOS, though? That's the question that I have. Right. Um, maybe there could be something like a timer on it, where only, like, you click an ability, and it gives you 30 seconds of super sneak. Or, or you can make it where you are, like, moving really slow. So you can do it, but you're just moving really slow. And it's like a separate hide sneak, like ultra hide sneak or something, but you're moving really slow. And so you don't want to do it all the time, but you might be able to do it to get around these um, these mobs that can see through invis. Yeah, you know, I think that would work. Um... I'm not saying they're going to do this, but I feel like that would make the class more relevant. Rogues have to rogue, so you have to have the rogues do their class. So okay. remember what I was telling you, like, um, you know, monks have officially been the polar for early expansions and then parts later on. But like having feign death, it has its its downsides. It fails occasionally. Right. You know, it's hard to level up or skill up. But monks are, you know, if you have a monk, they're going to be able to pull almost every time. Right. So why can't a rogue uh, retrieve corpses every time? Yep. And okay. like you, like you and I have talked about with the, uh, the SOS even, you know, some things see through SOS, yeah, but I can sense. go hang out with, you know, saw you sec roll and interrupt. Like, hey fun. buddy, how's it going? Yeah. But uh, some right. elemental see through my SOS. It makes no sense. Right. Okay. That's um, next. They say they want to suggest removing the slow movement speed while using hide and sneak. Um, this is because this person, as a rogue, they find themselves using a vispot to get through Trakanon's teeth, and it just feels wrong. I know what he's talking about. Yep. Uh, yeah, the slow moving speed is supposed to be the deterrent, but... Uh, but they I have, think that would be fixed if have, you had like two versions of sneaking. You just had the invis sneaking, and then you had the ultra, ultra slow, ultra super sneak, like this equivalent of Shroud of Stealth. And then the reason why you want to get the Shroud of Stealth AA is because it would remove that slowness from your Shroud of Stealth ability. Sure. Yeah. So like uh, warriors get their their defensive evasive AAs, right, or their disciplines. Yeah. Uh, maybe give rogues a discipline that. Uh, gives them like five minutes of uh, super sneak. Super sneak. Yeah. Um, next is make rogues able to backstab from the front again. They're not talking about chaotic stab, but rogues used to be able to backstab for minimal damage while tanking mobs. Doesn't they sound have, like much, but it's better than nothing. They have all. So what they're asking for all these things are that are AAs. Just late there, uh, you know, right. later on in yeah. all the expansions. So I. Yeah, nothing good yet, because um, as a you know, like as a GM or a developer or something like that, if they read that, they're gonna be like, "Well, yeah, you do get that." Well, yeah, you get that later too. So we gotta talk about things that we can implement now. That's probably able to fix. But go ahead. Anything else well, they have? There's more. There's like bring back the old double backstab. Um, they said you can do it now, level fifty-five, but it's not very often and usually misses. But I said the old version double backstep every time. I don't know about that, but you, then... you know, rogues rogues get like triple attack and stuff, um, <laughs> and they're already better than than 
I'm sorry, monks get triple triple attack and stuff. Rogues get it just later on. You know, right. they should put monks and rogues on the same like damage spectrum. Because right. uh I think monks don't get monks still get other tools to help do more damage than the right. than right. the rogue will get. Um, finally, make Ragebringer a range slot item again. Because this yeah, item is nice. replaced super early in the game. It'd be nice to have it in a range slot. That way it'd be a worthwhile item to quest for. Yeah. Everybody's going to quest for the rogue epic only yeah, because it's, it's one of the easier it's epics easy. anyways. Uh, but yeah, once you once you put it away, you don't use it again. It'd be nice to have it in its range slot, but I think it'd get replaced in the range slot pretty easily too. Yeah, I mean, you know, you get 40% haste and you get the 100 hit points. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, it would get replaced. But, um, yeah, I agree. Um, I think I think make rogues fun again, give rogues kick. Okay. I think that's that's easy, simple thing that they can fix that has no effect on anybody but boosts the DPS on uh, on a rogue. And you don't have to change anything other than add it to the game. Yep. That give them what? Like almost a 5% boost in DPS? 5, 10%? Uh, I'm, I'm not even sure how much, but I mean, it's like boost. you said, it's a boost. It's yep. something. It's extra, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Monks, get, monks get extra punches when they, uh, and extra kicks. So a tiger claw, flying kick, and a meleeing, you know, yeah. sure, the, the, the rogue gets the backstab, but you know, give me a kick. Give me, give me something else. Bards can kick. Yeah. I so I think there's more it, but... people talk about, you know, that, but that was the original poster. That was the thing they uh, said. So I think that was interesting. Just want to get your opinion on that. And then the last one is this one's titled devs, please let us give you our money. And what they talk about is something that you, I think are interested in where you know whoever's running the marketplace and deciding which items are good enough to be put in the marketplace and which ones aren't please listen you're begging for some of the illusion pet illusions that have been removed from the marketplace to be put back in um, not sure the adding these back in the marketplace maybe swapping out items bi-weekly on a monthly rotation would not take too much effort and create income that you haven't been realizing you're leaving money on the table we the paying customers want to buy these items for you from you so like right now there's you know, just cosmetic illusions. I'm not talking about the stuff that gives you benefit, like the clicky um, levitate that you might get from this fairy illusion or, you know, the frog lock illusion or whatever. I'm talking about just cosmetic stuff. I feel like they could, you know, keep make more of these and and make some that are really unique and people would buy them, don't you think? Yeah, so they used to have, uh, you know, like fans or people make like ornaments and stuff like that. Um, I think the problem is there's a lot of people like you out there that like the old graphics. So the, the ornaments just aren't getting bought. Right. But if you make some cool ass shit that people want, then people are going to have to go ahead and switch to new models so they can see with all the cool ass shit. Right. Right. I, and I think you can also pick and choose what you want for illusion models. Um, we need to try it. Maybe we'll try it out tonight. Um, we raid. You can use some of your illusions uh, on Pokin. And I know it works. It works on Yarnex because I had the old models on it and I clicked my fairy illusion and I look mm -hmm. like a fairy. So 
those things work. Yeah. But now the cosmetic armor, I don't see that. That I didn't no. see. I see weapons see, and shields. Do you see the ornaments, the ornament things? No. Like ornament things, you mean? Um, like like on, my, on my weapons, yeah. Yes. Yes, okay. I see your weapons, but I don't see your armor. So. Uh, Fair enough. I, I I don't know. The the Daybreak store is a good place to to spend money, um, and plus they're good at giving you a free five hundred a month. So, yep. um, everybody, this I have been using it for the Halfland Heritage Crate, uh, especially yeah, on Thornblade because I want us to be a team of banditos. <laughs> I think that'd be a lot of fun, uh, but I don't feel like buying one. So, uh, yeah. So I think you know. If they're making illusions, if they're making pet illusions, if they're putting new mounts in, I think it'd be great if they could just switch it up a little more or add more. Right. Because um, I, I think the the halfling deputy and the dog have been pretty popular. Um, I know people, it's still desirable. It, you know, people are trying for it still. Um, I don't know how many people are putting money in to buy additional um, additional chances at it. I'm not. That's just who I am. I just, you know, to me they're pixels, and I'd put in extra money. I'd rather um, just take my chances. But, you know, I think there are people out there, and I think it is an untapped um, area of income that uh, Daybreak or Darkfall Games should really look into. Yeah, I feel like they've definitely stopped recently. Um, you know, adding some cool stuff. They were changing the heritage crates like every month or every two months or something, and I feel yeah. like they've gone backwards and, and, you know, uh, been a little bit less lenient with how often they change it. I don't know if that's a personal thing for them or what, but I just yeah. thought of this. I think something that would be really cool is to have like a pet illusion. So like you already have a summoned pet and change mm -hmm. it to like, uh, a Vox or Nagy, like have an illusion. So they're like a little miniature dragon. I think that oh, would be, be pretty cool. badass. What do you think? Yeah. No, I think that'd be cool. I think that's what I'm saying. But like where we, where we are in Mangler, even mm -hmm. like we're just looking for something that's a little bit different, a little bit cooler. I'd right. love to be able to get different illusions, you know, like, um, Oh, which one haven't I seen in a while? The, the golem, the, uh, iron golem, uh, illusion. I think Mafaka had one. Yeah. 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 Um, and the frost, like that. frost giant. Frost Giant Illusion. I haven't seen those getting released uh, in a long time. Right. Just why can't we have Frost Giants? Why can't we do, uh, you know, Fire Giants, uh, Efreides, just name it, you know, right. different frog locks. It's just so easy. They could just make a miniaturized version of, you know, all these, you know, uh, iconic creatures or monsters in the game and release them to the public. I'm not saying release all of them. I think, you know, release them slowly and, you know, Maybe one's only available uh, in a certain season. So maybe the Frost Giant's only available during the winter and then it goes away. But, you know, have a rotating, have something new. And it's not that hard to do. Yeah, but, we're just looking for, for anything else. I mean, I spend my money on the game. I don't care, you know? Yeah. If it, if it helps me look cooler than anybody else, then I'm going to do it. Yeah, like the person said, devs, please let us give you our money. So, uh, just an easy way for them to make money. Maybe they're doing just fine. And I always wonder, you know, how well the game is doing financially. Because um, we as players, 
it's not really evident to us um, until it's like a really a big problem that's short shutting servers down. For sure, for sure. Yeah, uh, and that's it, all I got on the forums. You know, hmm. Yeah, give rogues a uh, two-hand piercing, please. Two-hand want... piercing. That's all I'm asking for, honestly. Let's just start poking the butt cheeks with a two-hand piercing. <laughs> then I'd really be poking butt cheeks, you know what I'm saying? You would. So you'd go from like a 41 damage one-hand pierce to 102 uh, damage two-hand pierce, because that's kind of what they are now. That's what I'm waiting for. Yeah, you're waiting to destroy some bombs. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's the end of it. We just crossed the one hour mark. Um, when we didn't think we had much to talk about, we still talked for an hour. Well, look at that. Yeah. Well, it was a fun episode. Hope you all liked it. Um, please uh, find our social medias uh, at the link below in the in the podcast description, or if you're watching on YouTube in the video description. Uh, if you're on YouTube, try to give a like and a subscribe. It really helps out the uh, for people to find us. Um, email us at everpalstormblade at gmail.com. And I'll leave anything out. Yeah, linktree.ee dot um, oh, slash everpals. You can yeah, find yeah. all our just find our Discord, Instagram, Facebook, all kinds of stuff on that one place. Find us everywhere. Maybe put everywhere. YouTube on there. Yep. Yep. Oh yeah, go to YouTube. That's the best part. We're popping off there. It's the same thing you're listening to here, but it's on YouTube. Yeah, and so some of the YouTube, um, you've probably seen them because I'm gonna I'm not releasing them very quickly. So some of them have uh, video of us grouping while we're oh. talking about stuff. But yeah, we're going to go do video today. Yeah, if we do video today, I'll, that is what you're going to be looking at now if you're looking at YouTube. So if you want to watch us fighting, you can go over to YouTube and look for those. For sure. And then we do it all over again. Yep. All right. Oh, I left the, uh, I left the music going for the uh, intro outro, but it's all reset now. You ready for that? They've been listening to the music the whole time? No, it's been it's been muted. Oh, okay. Well, then, yes, I'm ready. Yeah, because whatever you listen to, you, the listener, is what I'm listening to. That's what I'm saying. Hope yeah. just has to sit there in silence. I sit here, and all I have to do is listen to this guy's voice. Yep. And he, he cues me in for everything. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Everybody now cue me in for the, yeah, no, cue me in for the outro. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> Bye.